Hey, how's it going everybody? Before we get into the show, I was hoping for a small favour. In the description of this episode, there's a link to a survey that I would love for you all to fill out. I want to make this podcast the best possible version of itself, and I think that with your help, I can do that. It'll only take a few minutes, and you'll have my eternal thanks. Hey, you might even get a warm and fuzzy feeling out of it. So yeah, head to the link in the description of this episode, or go to at Podcast on Instagram, and click the link in my bio. Alright, now, on to the episode. Toronto folk singer is dead after she was attacked by a pair of coyotes. What is the monkey doing? Tell me what's monkey. He ripped your face off! We actually have a trainer in the water with one of our whales. If I show weakness, if I retreat, I may be hurt, I may be killed. Baby Azaria Chamberlain was taken by a dingo back in 1980. Oh, hello there. Welcome back to Man. It is the only true crime podcast on the internet where all the killers are real animals. Whether it's biting, scratchings, maulings, or clawings, we're here to talk about it. My name is Papa Bear Jimbalaya, aka uh, Jimbalthy, aka Jimble Bells, because it's nearly Christmas. You get it? Ho, ho, ho. I'm sweating my nuts off. That's right, it's 41 degrees Celsius where I'm recording today. It's probably hotter where I am in my little makeshift towel fort of a studio. Um, I'm, it's really hot. 41 degrees Celsius is, um, I did the conversion for you. That's 105.8 degrees Fahrenheit for all those Americans. I've never understood Fahrenheit. It's a weird scale uh, of, um, of temperature. It, it doesn't make a lot of... I don't know why you don't use Celsius. If any of the Americans listening can can explain to me why you use Celsius... I understand some of the other measurements, like you use gallons instead of liters, and I think it's to do with, like, you guys are a very visual people, and when you picture, like, a gallon of ice cream or a gallon of water, you can visualize what that is, but you can't visualize a liter of water or something like that. I heard that that's one of the reasons you don't do it. And, like, you know, I, I, I don't get it. I just don't get the, the temperature one, because Celsius makes so much sense, right? That, like, zero degrees Celsius is when water freezes, and 100 degrees Celsius is when water boils. And that's that's it. Is it not specific enough? Is that what it is? Like, uh, is, the, is the unit of measurement too, too broad to get real specific? Like, when I say it's, um, 41 degrees... Well, no, you know what? No, that does because it makes sense. It's it, it it makes sense to me when I when someone says it's thirty seven degrees, I know what it means. If someone says to you it's it's ninety eight degrees, do you know what that means? I don't know. I just don't get that one. I really don't. There are a few things that Americans do do that I uh, <laughs> do do <laughs> that I really I do stand behind, stand behind, and some of it is pronunciations, right? Of of words like um, I was making pasta the other night. Oregano. Oregano. That just sounds... It makes more sense to call it oregano than oregano. Oregano does not sound correct. Oregano. It's beautiful. It rolls off the tongue. Oregano. And and I can't not call it oregano. And I also can't call you know, we, what we would call tinfoil. Um, aluminum. Aluminum foil. Aluminium. We, we here in Australia, we're supposed to call it aluminium. But aluminum just sounds better. Yeah, but there are, of course, there are some that you guys do that, um, that don't work, like caramel. You guys call it caramel, caramel. If I'm like, what what flavor topping do you want in your ice cream? And you go caramel, it's caramel. What's wrong with you? There's an A in there, caramel. Or when you say mirror, you 
well actually maybe you're right mirror 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 i'm looking in my my reflection in the mirror we go mirror <laughs> we throw an a, a h on the end and get rid of the r mirror what are we doing why am i talking about pronunciation oh the temperature yeah it's hot i may have heat stroke that might be what's happening um, oh boy, let's just get, let's just get into the episode. Hello everybody, welcome back. Um, today we're doing something not unusual, but we do a Scratch of the Day segment virtually every episode where we look at the news stories, um, you know, what's happened in the, in the world with human and animal conflict. And today, um, I think we're going to do a whole episode on it because I don't know if you're aware of this, this last fortnight, which it's been about a fortnight since I've recorded, this past fortnight has been absolutely bonkers with animal attacks. It's been fucked. I don't know what happened this week, something in the water, but animals really got cranky this week and they decided to take it out like my drunk uncle takes it out on me on Christmas. And by it, I mean his cock. No, I don't. No, my uncle has never molested me and he never will because he's dead. That's also a lie. He's not dead. But now you don't know what to believe and I've got you on the, on the ropes, huh? I've absolutely got you on the ropes. Like my uncle, when he molested me in the boxing ring. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Bad. I I definitely have heat stroke. Heat stroke. Just like when my dad stroked. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Stupid. Alright, let, let's um let's read some news stories. Put my news hat on. Let's have this the interstitial. Let's do the scratch of the day interstitial, even though it's like a whole episode. It's not going to be a scratch of the day, guys. This is the scratch of the week. So our first uh, story today comes from the Bahamas. Uh, CNN reports, this is from December 6th, so this is two days ago. CNN reports and uh, Nine News Australia reposted that an American tourist was killed in a shark attack in the Bahamas. So we're going to read about that now. A 44-year-old American visiting the Bahamas from Boston was killed in a shark attack whilst paddleboarding near a beach resort on Monday, according to local authorities. The woman had travelled to the Bahamas with a male relative, the Royal Bahamas Police Force said in a news release. Preliminary reports indicate that the victim, along with a male relative, was paddleboarding away from the shoreline in waters at the rear of a resort in the western New Providence when she was bitten by a shark, the release said. A lifeguard at the resort noticed the attack and went into the water on a boat to try and rescue the victim alongside the relative. The lifeguard administered CPR to the woman, police said. The victim, sorry, this is a quote, the victim suffered significant trauma to the right side of her body. She was examined on the scene by emergency medical technicians who concluded that she showed no vital signs of life, the police said in a news release. The woman died shortly after 11am local time, police told CNN. Authorities haven't released the woman's identity. CNN has reached out to the U.S. Embassy in the Bahamas for additional information. The incident comes days after a woman was killed in an apparent shark attack at a Mexico resort. The woman was found dead by emergency services at the scene in Malik Bay in the Chitilan Chitilan, uh, municipality. Shark attacks, particularly fatal ones, are rare. On average, sharks kill five people once a year. Sorry, sharks kill five people per year in unprovoked attacks in the U.S., CNN previously reported. The odds of getting fatally attacked by one of the carnivorous fish are less than one in four million, according to the International Shark Attack Files. 
Experts attribute many shark bites to cases of mistaken identity, particularly in waters with low visibility. Despite their rarity, the attacks still happen on occasion. Last year, a cruise ship passenger was killed by a shark while snorkeling in the Bahamas. And in 2019, an American woman was also killed while snorkeling in the Bahamas after three different sharks attacked her. Yikes. Um, this article mentions the shark attack in a Mexican resort, and I believe I also have that news report up as well. Um, I'm going to have a read of that one if I can find it. I believe this is the same one. Uh, the woman's name was Maria Fernandez Martinez, but we'll go back to that in a second. Um, yeah, wow. The um, What kind of shark was it? There is a video. I'm going to play the video, and I'm just going to see if there's anything interesting. And if there is, I will let you listen to it as well. Never mind. It, it was completely unrelated. It was just a video about um, they're adding a shark net to uh, Swan River in Australia to keep people safe from uh, sharks. Um, yeah, so there's no reports on, you know, if, uh, you know, what kind of shark attacked her. Um, but let's have a look. Let's let's do a little bit of Googling and see, like, what kinds of um, sharks live in the Bahamas. Uh, live in the Bahamas. I also didn't believe that... I didn't know that the, like, Bahamas... It must be, like, a, a part of the... Um, what do you call it? The uh, the Commonwealth. If it's called the Royal... Uh, actually, that doesn't make any sense. Well, no, it does. You know how like you have the Royal Canadian Mounted Police? Because like the royal part is because we're part of the Commonwealth and the Queen... Te- or the King, I should say, is technically in charge. And it's the same in Australia if you have like a Royal Commission or like the Royal Australian Air Force. Is the Bahamas... Um, is it a Bahama? Is the Bahamas a country? Is it a Commonwealth country? The Bahamas became an independent country within the Commonwealth in 1973. There you go. The Bahamas, an archipelago and country. Is it archipelago or archipelago? Or archipelagio? <laughs> like the casino. Let's go do crabs to the archipelagio. Um, great. Cool. All right, let's look at these sharks, shall we? Sharks in the Bahamas. And it looks like there's a lot of them, so it's probably really hard to, like, pick them in. There's the bull shark which is a shark that we all know can live in freshwater rivers as well. And, uh, yeah, occasionally ends up in lakes in places such as Lake Macquarie near where I live. The, Carib- the Caribbean reef shark also lives in the Bahamas, as does the great hammerhead shark, the lemon shark, the nurse shark, the oceanic white tip shark, the silky shark, the tiger shark, and the whale shark. Beautiful. Um, so... Of those sharks, not all of them are are aggressive. The bull shark is highly aggressive. Um, The Caribbean reef shark, I believe, is non-aggressive to humans. Hammerhead shark is also highly aggressive. The lemon shark and the nurse shark are not dangerous to people. Um, But the oceanic white tip shark is. I've never heard of a silky shark before, but this chart is telling me that it is highly aggressive, as is the tiger shark. And we all know the whale shark is, is... very gentle. It's probably one of the most gentle sharks. The silky shark. Let's. I just want to really quickly look that up. This may be an episode of like a lot of um, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> Sidebars where we do this, but that's fine. The silky shark, also known as the oh, that's just the Latin scientific name. I don't care. Gets its name from the smooth and silky texture of its skin. Don't all sharks have like a smooth and silky skin? I don't know. Depending on its geographical location, it is also known as the grey reef shark, olive, whaler, or sometimes the black... Oh, the whaler shark. I've heard of the whaler shark before. They are aggressive. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, they live all over the place. They live here in Australia, north northern tip of New Zealand, uh, either the coast of Africa, South America, also up to the eastern coast of America, up, up to like Michigan and New York. Um, Michigan, not New York. Uh, sorry. New York and uh, Philadelphia is what I was thinking. Um, 
Pennsylvania. What am I talking? I can't even. It doesn't even matter. I don't know my geography very well, and throughout Asia as well. There you go. So who knows what kind of shark attacked this woman, but it is very sad that she's um she's gone. Um, let's look at this other one. This this headline reads a mom or mom M O M if for the Americans saves a five year old daughter before bleeding to death after underwater shark attack. Okay, a young mother has died a hero. Twenty six year old Maria Fernandez Martinez Jimenez Jimenez. Wow, twenty six years old is young to have kids. Um. Maybe it's not not where I maybe you know it is from where I'm from, but maybe not for you. Uh, Jimenez was able to protect her child, but ended up losing her own life when the shark attacked her. Bystanders managed to retrieve Jimenez. Is am I saying it? Jimenez? J I M E N E Z. Jimenez from the water, but she later died from blood loss. Hauntingly, the entire thing was captured on video and shared on social media. Oh, all right, we might have to watch that. The attack happened in Malik. The brutal attack, which happened over the weekend, was in the town of Malik, the New York Post reported. Video of Jimenez's body as, oh god, after she crawled out on the beach showed up online after the horrific accident. In it, you can hear bystanders shouting that the young woman had, quote, lost her leg. Jimenez was a former marine biology student at the University of uh, Guadalajara, uh, oh god, Guadalajara, <laughs> in the western state of Jalisco. Um, here we go. Let's, is there a video? I'm going to see if I can find the video, but let's keep reading first. The animal bit Jimenez on the leg near her hip. Rafael Azaria, head of the local civil defense office, reported that Jimenez was in the ocean with her daughter when she realized a shark was in the water nearby. She rushed to boost her daughter onto a play platform that was floating 75 feet from the shore. After her daughter was safe, the shark chomped down on Jimenez's leg near the hip, Rescuers moved quickly to get her to shore, but it was far too late. She died of blood loss from the wound. Her daughter was unharmed. Later, the authorities suggested that the animal might have actually been a crocodile. Authorities later suggested that a crocodile may have attacked Jimenez rather than a shark, according to the Daily Mail, because nobody has reported sharks approaching people in that area. A swimming race was taking place nearby, according to civil protection authorities in the municipality of Chitilan. Quote, our officials were carrying out support activities during a swimming event in the bay when they received reports of a person who was having problems getting out of the sea, the statement read. Quote, when they reached the area, they discovered a woman who was lifeless, with one of her legs amputated, apparently following a shark attack. Although shark attacks are relatively rare in the area, after Jimenez's death, authorities closed the beach of Malik and the nearby town of Barra de Navidad as a precaution. Before that, well-wishers left flowers at a makeshift altar in honor of Jimenez, the Daily Mail reported. Chiefs from the University of Guadalajara, I don't know how to say that, sorry, wrote in a tribute to Jimenez, We express our condolences following this irreparable loss. All former students, a, sorry, a former student, a former students, that's a typo there. A former student shared similar sentiments per the Daily Mail. I want to express condolences, affection, and support for Maria's family following her death. I am accompanying this wonderful family. I feel as my own in their pain and anguish. I am with you. Rest in peace, Maria. Damn, that one's even sadder than the other story. Um, sheesh. I'm going to see if I can find the video. Um, yeah, it, it might take me a little bit to find. Let me see if I can just find it. I'll put this on pause for a second. Okay, I found the video. Let's have a look. Oh, 
Oh my god. Yeah. So the rescuers have pulled her out of the water, but she's, um... Like, this is pixelated, but I can tell there's a lot of blood. And you can see... Yeah, man, you can see that her leg's gone. Oh, God. Yeah, that... It's... Yeah, people are doing their best to help, but it's just a crisis on the beach there. Yeah, people don't know what to do. What are you doing that? I mean, what are you doing in that situation? She's she's already dead at this point. Um, I can't see the daughter, thankfully. I mean, I don't know if the daughter was left on the platform. I hope someone brought her in. Um, yeah, fuck. God. Um... Yeah, this article is written in um, German, it looks like, um, so I can't read it. Um, but I can't imagine there's anything in there that hasn't been mentioned in the article I just read. Uh, yeah, really sad. That's that's a really sad one. Um, yeah, it's hard too. I mean, like shark attacks, man. Like, what can you do? We're in there. We're in their house. Yeah, the article before mentioned how like it's it's a uh, you know one in four million odds to get attacked by a shark um but it's also it's zero in four million if you don't go in the water um and those those odds go higher that that statistic never really made much sense to me because they're just saying like in your life there's a one in four million chance of getting attacked by a shark but like if you swim a lot in the ocean your odds are significantly higher than that and if you never go in the ocean your your chances are zero so it's not a really good statistic. It's one of those statistics that every news article about a shark attack always bloody throws them out. Um, it's every single time, and and I'm surprised that the article didn't do it. It also usually says something like something like um, uh, you know, only ten people are attacked by sharks every year. Uh, conversely, humans kill two million sharks each year for shark fin soup, which is true. It's, it's true, but it's just kind of a cliche at this point. You don't have to add it into every single article. I am surprised that these articles left that out, which is um, refreshing, I guess. Um, yeah, I'm not a big thoughts and prayers kind of guy, but thoughts and prayers go, go to that, that um, Maria's family and her daughter. And it's great. I mean, she died a hero. She, did, she saved her daughter. The second she knew that uh, she, the, the daughter was in danger, she plucked her out of the water and put her on a raft. Um, the people, there'd be people out there, there'd be parents out there. I know that, like, people, <laughs> by just virtue of having a kid, apparently you you have this self... And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a parent, and I never will be, but, like, you apparently just, like, by virtue of having a kid, have this uh, um, hero... <laughs> hero reflex that saves children. Um, but I bet there are a lot of shitty parents out there. Not every parent would... would their first reaction would be to pluck the kid out of the water. A lot of people's first reaction is to get themselves out of the water first. So, um, Maria, hats off. You're our, um, what do we call it? Phil, Phil de fuck ass. What is it? Phil de Franco. <laughs> he, um, he, he would, what do you call people? Bad ass motherfuckers of the week. Bamf of the day. Until we can figure out something better, she's going to be our bamf of the day. How's that? Uh, okay, let's, let's move on to another story. No sharks this time, because uh, it's making me sad. This is a big story that happened this week. When I search for um, animal attack stories, um, the number one result was this one. And it came up um, quite a few times from a diff- bunch of different uh, reporting places. What are we reporting places? Studios, news, news organizations. But I've picked one from CBS News. Um, now, this is a pretty fucking wild story. Uh, so let's, let's get into it. The headline reads, 
Siberian tiger attacks dog and then kills pet's owner who followed its tracks, officials in Russia say. This is by Stephen Smith. He wrote this on December 5th, so three days ago from recording this episode. A man whose dog was attacked and dragged away by a Siberian tiger following the predator's tracks to find his pet, only to be attacked and killed by the tiger in a forest in eastern Russia, officials said on Monday. The body of the man, who was not identified, was found with signs of an animal attack in the remote Khabarovsky, uh, Khabarovsk territory, regional police said. According to the Amur Tiger Center, the big cat attacked a dog owned by a resident of the village Obor, prompting the owner to track the animal for a considerable distance. Eventually, the pet owner came across the predator near its prey in the forest. Quote, Presumably, the animal regarded this threat <laughs> this is a threat and fatally attacked the man and the s- sorry and fatally attacked the man the center said the man was found dead near the remains of his dog officials say police and specialists from the local hunting department responded to the scene to investigate the circumstances of the attack depending on the outcome of the investigation authorities will decide whether to remove the tiger from the wild police said we express our sincere condolences to the relatives and friends of the deceased the tiger center said in a statement authorities in the kabarovsk uh, sorry in kabarovsk have reported almost 300 incidents of tigers wandering into populated areas in 2023 and occasionally, the big cats have killed dogs and attacked people, the Moscow Times reported. Earlier this year, residents in the region asked President Vladimir Putin to help provide better protection from the endangered tigers, the newspaper reported. Uh, Vladimir Putin probably a little busy invading other countries, but uh, yeah. That guy fucking sucks. That's my, and that is the, <laughs> that is the official opinion of this podcast. Vladimir Putin can suck my fat sausage. Okay. Um, oh, don't have me killed, though. I'd love to come to Russia. I, I actually don't. I have no... I actually don't. I said that, like, trying to protect myself. Like, I want to come to Russia one day. I have no... I don't want to come to Russia. There's nothing about Russia that makes me want to go there. What do they have in Russia that they don't have anywhere else in Europe or Asia? Honestly. Like, big buildings that look like lollies. Um... Bitch, please, have you been to Turkey? They have them there too, alright? Um, okay. According... <laughs> Sorry. What was that? That was a weird rant. Weirdly specific anti-Vladimir Putin rant. Okay, over. According to the Amura Tiger Center, Siberian tigers are, quote, the largest living cats on the planet. Males weigh between 400 to 7,000 pounds and are 9 to 12 feet long, including their tail, according to the Denver Zoo. Fewer than 500 Siberian tigers remain in the wild, although there are several hundred in captivity. Yeah. Okay, well, um, obviously very sad. Um, yeah, man. Hey, I'm not even going to judge the guy who went looking, because it's like, I love, I loved my pets. I loved my dog. We grew up with dogs, and um, we had a dog named Sasha when I was really little, uh, and she died when I was probably like in primary school which is like elementary school for, for the Americans listening. And um, but then a year later, we got another dog and we called her Rosie. And she lived until 2020. She died in, I think it was 2020. Um, and I love those dogs. And if, if a tiger took one of those dogs, I'd, I probably would follow them too. Any pet. You love your pets. I have a cat. She's staring at me right now. 
The cat is st- She fucking hates me, guys. This cat. <laughs> she fucking hates me. God, look at her. She hates me and she scratches me and she hisses me when I get in my own bed. I love this cat with my whole heart and if a tiger took her away, I would chase it to the ends of the earth and likely get killed because I can't fight Siberian tigers. Sounds like a good, um, good band name. Can't fight Siberian tigers. Actually, that's a bad band name. Bad band name. Don't like that. Um, anyway, (laughs) bad story. I mean, sad story. It's a good story. It's a bad story. Let's, um, there's a link here, uh, to the Moscow Times reporting about, uh, tiger attacks. Oh, okay. It kind of looks like it's just the same, uh, like the same story, but from a Russian uh, journal. So let's let's read it anyway. Uh, we'll go through. An endangered Siberian tiger has killed a man in Russia's far eastern region of Karbarovsk. Karbarovsk. Law enforcement officials said on Monday. By the way, if you can hear cars passing and birds chirping, it's because my window is open while I'm recording. It is far too hot to not have it open. I will pass out and die. And none of us want that, except for most of you. But I don't want that. Um. I'm just going to skip through this story because it's all stuff we've talked about. Uh, authorities in the Karbrovsk region have reportedly have reported nearly 300 cases of tigers entering populated areas this year, and in some instances, wild animals have killed dogs and attacked people. Experts say that an uptick in encounters between humans and Siberian tigers could indicate serious disruptions in their habitat. This is a quote. In my view... Increased tiger attacks are associated with the... I can't do a Russian accent. Are associated with the destruction of the predator's habitats due to logging, excessive hunting of the tiger's prey, and African swine fever, which has decimated the remaining wild boar population. Zoologist Sergei Kolchin said uh, to the environmental news outlet Kedr. In August, residents of this region asked Russian President Vladimir Putin to help ensure better protection against Siberian tigers. Putin has for years been a vocal advocate of protecting the endangered tiger species, and in 2013, he created a foundation for their conservation. Wow. Good on you, Vladdy. That almost makes up for being such a fucking chode. Okay. All right. (laughs) Sorry, I'm a little little cranky about Vladimir Putin. Sorry. Okay, let's talk about another uh, big cat in the news today. This headline reads, Man fa- Well, I assume it's a big cat. Man found mauled to death <laughs> in zoo enclosure after staff spotted big cat with a shoe in its mouth. This is... That's fucking a wild headline to read. That's crazy. Uh, we have had stories in the past of lots of people being mauled to death in zoos. Um, usually it's because these fucking idiots... <laughs> Sneaking into the zoo, into the zoos. Um, this is reported on December seventh. This is yesterday. This is so recent. Um, let's read the story. There might not be much information as it did just come out yesterday. So, a man was found mauled to death inside an enclosure at a Pakistan zoo after cleaning workers came across a big cat with a shoe in its mouth. The grisly discovery was made at oh god, I can't read these names. Baha Walpur. <laughs> The grisly discovery was made at Balawurpa Sherbag Zoo in Punjab province on Wednesday. Quote, When they cleaned the zoo and the dens, they found the animal holding a shoe in its mouth, Zahir Anwar, a senior local government official, told the media. The staff got suspicious, and they then found a body inside the den, he added. 
It is unclear what kind of big cat it was because Anwar used a word that can mean tiger or leopard, both of which are believed to be housed at the zoo, although some local media outlets have reported that it was a tiger. The victim of the attack has not been identified, and it is unclear how he ended up in the animal enclosure. Our assessment so far is that this appears to be a lunatic. <laughs> I love, sorry, I love sometimes. Western media is very um, sanitized, you know what I mean? Very careful with what everyone says. Everyone's very media trained in the West, but in like Pakistan, the guy, the guy, the guy dies, and then the, <laughs> the official comes out and goes, yeah, he's a fucking lunatic. <laughs> Our assessment so far is that this appears to be a lunatic. Because a sensible person would not jump into the den. Well, I mean, he's not wrong. You can see that the den is secured. There are stairs behind the den. Maybe he jumped from there, Anwar said. Uh, Zaf Zafulara, is that how I say it? Zafulara, an official of the rescue organization 1122 in Bagwapur, who goes by one name, said that the victim's legs had been badly gnawed on and his body looked several hours old. It is not yet known who he is or how he got there. That is being investigated, they said. Forensic, oh wow, forensic experts were examining the body to determine the exact cause of death. I reckon it was probably a big cat. Fucking kill him. A preliminary autopsy done at the Balawa Victoria Hospital revealed that the victim was ripped apart by the big cats, reported to, by the Pakistani news channel GOTV. It also states that a man tried to defend himself the man tried to defend himself but was overpowered by the animals. The zoo was operated by Punjab Wildlife Department and houses, among other animals, lions, tigers, and hyenas in, quote, modern moated enclosures, according to the website. The adult entry fee at the zoo was just 18 cents. Don't know why they kept that in there. The local government in uh, Balawapur has formed a committee to investigate the deadly animal attack and submit a detailed report within a week, according to GOTV. The zoo has been closed to visitors pending the outcome of the probe. There you go. All right, well, um, yeah, looking at some photos. Yeah, there's a f an official said a big cat, possibly a tiger, was found by cleaners walking around with a shoe in its mouth. That's a fucking wild thing to see at work. Can you imagine walking into work, 8.30am, coffee cup in your hand, you're still hungover from the night before, and you go to clean the tiger den and the fucking tiger's got a shoe in its mouth? You just know you're in it for a shit day. The best you can hope for is that some snot-nosed kid was throwing a shoe <laughs> into the enclosure. The worst that could happen is exactly what happened. A lunatic, and you know he's a lunatic because he wouldn't do it if he was not a lunatic. A lunatic jumped into the pen and got eaten torn apart um that's all the information they have for now so we're going to have to come back to that in a few weeks to see if there's any updates to see what the autopsy and um the incident report says so let's leave that there poor guy all right here's a good one this is a nice little uh true crime-esque one a mystery animal attack in north carolina a mystery animal has killed a teacher in a small town of North Carolina and is still out there. This is very, very haunting. At 5.47am on Friday, February 15th, okay, so this is a while ago, sue me, a 911 call was made to report the attack on a 77-year-old North Carolinian teacher. The victim was identified as Brenda Hamilton and was reported to have died from the injuries inflicted by a mysterious animal. 
it is still unknown what kind of animal attacked Hamilton. Bears, alligators, and coyotes inhabit Beaufort County, but have been ruled out due to DNA tests that was facilitated by North Carolinian wildlife biologists. The results have, quote, eliminated any wild animals indigenous to the area, according to a statement issued by Beaufort County Sheriff's Office. Beaufort County Sheriff's Office investigators and biologists with the North Carolina Wildlife Resources Commission have teamed up to solve the mystery and identify the animal that did this. We continue to discover how devastating Mrs. Hamilton's injuries are. Please keep praying for Mrs. Hamilton and her family as they make the difficult decisions in the coming days, said a Sunday Facebook post by the school that she worked at, Pungo Christian Academy in Belhaven. The story will be updated as new information becomes available. Well, this is from February, and it has not been updated. This is from February 2019. My God, this is so old. Why did this pop up when I searched for it? Um, yeah, okay, so coyotes, bears, and alligators are ruled out. Um, how about dogs? Dogs aren't indigenous to the area, but dogs kill a lot of fucking people. A wild dog, maybe? Uh, <laughs> anyway, whatever. <laughs> I thought that would be a lot more exciting than it was. Um, <laughs> okay, they can't all be bangers, all right? This one's a sad one. Uh, Fox reports, a six-year-old boy was killed and a woman was injured in a dog attack in northeast Portland. Um, This is Portland in Oregon. I believe there's a couple Portlands in America, but this is Oregon. Uh, Here's the story. A young child was killed and a woman was injured during a dog attack in the Park Rose Heights neighborhood Tuesday morning, according to authorities. Just after 7.30 a.m., PF and R responded to a possible animal attack near Northeast 113th Avenue and Northeast Shiloh Street. Police say the incident was a dog mauling and happened inside the home. At the scene, crew found a woman with injuries to her hands and a six-year-old boy who was dead. The woman was taken to an area hospital for treatment. During the investigation, police learned the boy's grandmother had dropped him off with a, with a friend who takes him to school. The friend, who is the dog's owner, had gone into the garage where her dogs were when the boy opened the door to the garage and one of the dogs mauled him. A second dog was also involved in the attack. Quote, We understand the homeowner slash dog owner did everything in her power to stop this attack, at some point even grabbing a gun. It never got that far. P- uh, PPB Public Information Officer Mike Brenner said she did everything she could to save the boy's life. Police say that the dogs, described as very large and heavy Great Dane Mastiff mixes, are still inside the home where the attack happened. Uh, Malto- uh, Multnomah? Multnomah County Animal Service has responded to the scene and will remove the dog from the home. Benner says it's too early for the investigation to tell if the owner of the dogs will face charges. I speak for everyone at the Bureau when I say that our heart breaks for this little boy, for his family, for his friends. I mean, any time something like this happens, it's a shock to the conscience. But to have this happen just weeks before Christmas is unimaginable, Benner said. The PPB child abuse team is leading the investigation with the help from the Homicide Division. Um, yeah, I mean, to be completely completely frank and honest, this, this story, um, it's not out of the blue. Um, it's very in line with other dog attack stories that we have particularly in the US, but all over the world. Um, dogs kill so many people. Um, it's 
it's un- I don't know if it's likely or not that the the owner will face charges. Um, it sounds like she. He's just from reading the article. I don't know. I don't know all the facts, but she had the dogs in the garage, which is a weird place to just keep your dogs. So it makes me think that she she'd put the dogs in the garage while the little kid was over, um, which then makes me think she put them in the garage because she knew that they posed a potential threat to the boy. Um, it is just, it's just sad. It's just like I feel so bad for the mum. Who has to get the phone call to be like you have to come back to the house because um, uh, she yeah the dogs have attacked the kid. It's very sad. Um, yeah, I mean we've 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 had so many dog attacks on on the scratch of the day segment and we've done whole episodes on dog attacks. It's not it's not surprising to me anymore. It, it's just sad. It's just like it's just a little depressing to me when this happens. Um, okay, we've got we've got a couple more stories, so let's let's read them. This one is... Oh, I have to get the ad block off. God damn it. Just allow the ads, bro. I don't care. Sell me stuff. Three-month-old killed by family pet's wolf hybrid in Alabama. This should be a good one. Um, This was also one of the top uh, news articles that came up when I was searching for my stories. This was reported on December 2nd, 2023. So, about a week ago. A, quote, wolf hybrid kept as a pet by a family in Alabama, attacked and killed their three-month-old on Thursday, authorities said. Deputies were called to the home in Chelsea around 1pm to respond to reports of an animal attack, the Shelby County Sheriff's Office said in a press release on Facebook. First responders took the baby to a hospital near the family home in Birmingham, where the child was pronounced dead. The animal was euthanized by authorities and transported to the Alabama State Diagnostics Laboratory in Auburn for further examination. We are deeply saddened by this unfortunate and tragic event. Chelsea Mayor, Chelsea Mayor, uh, Chelsea's the town, sorry, Chelsea Mayor Tony Pick, uh, Picklesimmer said in a post about the incident. We lift up the family and all those affected in our deepest thoughts and prayers. The Shelby County Sheriff's Office is currently investigating the incident. According to the International Wolf Center, a wolf-dog hybrid can have unpredictable behaviors because they share some of the territorial instincts of wolves and mature at different rates than ordinary dogs. In 2013, a Kentucky woman was believed to have been eaten by wolf-dog hybrids that she kept in her backyard. Um, yeah, okay, fuck, there's another story of another dog attack. Um, but that one had a little spice thrown in because it was a fucking wolf hybrid as well. Oh my god, <laughs> some depressing ass stories today. Alright, let's finish off with a, a story. This is not recent. This is reported from 2018. So, only like five or six years ago. Um, so, my partner actually sent me this because she... I don't know how she found this. I'll talk to her when she gets home. Um, but this is a story from yeah, five years ago. Indonesian mob slaughters nearly 300 crocodiles in a revenge killing. This should be good. Okay. A mob of villagers has killed... Remember, this is five years ago. A mob of villagers has killed nearly 300 crocodiles at a sanctuary for the animals in the... A sanctuary for the animals in the Indonesian province of West Papua. The slaughter was in relation... Sorry. The slaughter was in retaliation for a local man thought to have been killed by one animal from the site. Officials and police say they were not able to stop the attack and may now press charges. 
The killing of a protected species is a crime that carries fines or imprisonment in Indonesia. The local villager was killed on Friday morning while gathering vegetables on the crocodile farm's breeding sanctuary. An employee heard someone screaming for help, quickly went in there and saw a crocodile attacking someone, the head of Indonesia's Natural Resources Conservation Agency in West Papua said. After the funeral on Saturday, several hundred angry locals went to the sanctuary armed with knives, shovels, hammers and clubs. Local media cite officials saying the mob first attacked the office of the crocodile farm and then went on to slaughter all 292 reptiles at the sanctuary. The farm was operating on a license to breed protected saltwater and New Guinea crocodiles, both for preservation and to harvest some of the animals. Oh my god. What a wild fucking story that is. I can't believe I'd never, I hadn't heard that till now. Yeah. Just as a general rule, uh, revenge killings don't apply to animals. Sorry, they just don't. You don't get revenge on an animal because an animal doesn't have the capacity to make an evil choice. I'm, this is, morality aside, I understand revenge killings against humans. Uh, that makes sense because a human can make a choice to do something wrong. But a crocodile ate a dude. Hey, um, that's what crocodiles do. They eat dudes. So, you know, uh, <laughs> maybe don't have a revenge killing Indonesian mob five years ago. God damn, the photo here is crazy. They're not, um, they're not all fully grown adult crocodiles. In my head, I imagine massive crocodiles. These are all quite small. It was a breeding sanctuary, so yeah, they're not all adult specimens. Yeah, look, that's probably going to do it for our Scratch of the Day uh, episode here. Scratch of the Week episode. Um, yeah, that's that's going to be it. Uh, firstly, before before I go away, I just want to say thank you to uh, everybody who has submitted the or you know participated in the survey. You probably heard an ad for the survey at the beginning of the of the program. Um, yeah, I'm doing a little podcast survey. I just want to get a sense of what you guys think of the show. So far, I had some really nice. Um, really lovely feedback from a lot of you, um, which has been delightful, um, so I appreciate that, I want to share some of them, I won't, I mean, I can't say any names, it's all anonymous, by the way, so if you do want to share, you can do that, it's all anonymous, but some really nice feedback from a lot of people, realizing that, again, just, well, not realizing, just confirming that of what I've thought for a long time, most of you are from North America, Canada and the US, um, but yeah, this person says that they like my humor and insight, which is lovely, they also listen to a lot of other uh, uh, true crime podcasts, like uh, they listen to Tooth and Claw and Bigfoot and Dogman, but they say mine's the favorite, so that's good. Um, this person uh, is from the US and says I'm doing great, <laughs> so that's nice. Um, what else? So this one, this guy says I'm almost perfect. You're almost perfect, yes. Um, what else? I also asked like what... what um. This this one's great. I don't know who wrote this. It's supposed to Jimothy. Can we please have your cat as a guest on the show? She doesn't make much noise, but uh, I think she'd be a good guest. Um, oh, the, oh, the same person says your show is amazing. Thank you. I'm starting to work in th- at a theater in costume design, not as an actor. So it's cool hearing you talk about it. That's awesome. That's so cool. Congratulations. Um, I also work in theater. For those of you who don't know, this podcast is just my side gig, but um, my main gig is working in theater. Costume design is awesome. That's a great. Um, little uh not little that sounds really demeaning it's a great it's a great role to be to be in um not a lot of costume design especially where i am really lacking costume designers so if you if you want to get into theater and you can do one of these small like if you can do set design or or tech design or um costume design something like that you're gonna have an in for sure there'll be plenty of work for you that's awesome hope that goes well for you reach out if you need anything um where are you from you're from the u.s well you probably have more um theater 
theaters there than I do, so. Um, there was one person that said, I wanted to see if I can find it. They said that they want me to do some live shows. Yeah, this person says, um, when I asked if they had any other feedback for me, they said live theater shows would be great to see at a live show. Of course, in the USA, St. Louis, Louis, is it St. Louis or St. Louis? I'm gonna say St. Louis, Missouri, to be specific. You're the best. So personal and down to earth. I fucking love you, mate. In a heterosexual way, of course. Hey, man, if it's if it's gay, it's that's fine. I don't care. Um, <laughs> g'day, mate. P.S. How about some merch? Um, you're from the U.S. I have take issue with you saying g'day, mate. That's our thing. It's actually racist of you to do it. I'm just kidding. It's not. It's fine. Um, hearing Americans say mate is very weird, though. I love you, mate. G'day, mate. It's just kind of lame. Sorry. How about some merch? Merch would be great. There's plans for merch uh, right after Christmas, which is the best time for merch. So, yeah, there you go. Anyway, um, thank you to those people who have filled out the submission. Um, and if the, the, the survey, I'm sorry. If you'd like to as well, I mean, all the instructions are at the beginning of the episode. You can do that. But I really do appreciate it. Uh, and that would help me out big time. Uh, and I also wanted to give a shout out to someone who they're going to remain anonymous because uh, I don't think they wanted this to be going out public. In fact, I hope they don't mind that I read this. Um, but I got a, an Instagram message um, on Instagram, obviously, um, from who am I going to say it's from? I'm not going to say it's from anyone because it's, 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 they said they don't do it. They said they never post their Spotify rap publicly, but they wanted to send this to me anyway. So they are a top 3% fan in their Spotify rap. Um, they said that They'd listen to Maneaters for 1,691 minutes, which is fucking nuts. And that means they're only in the top 3%. That's that's absolutely wild. So thank you for that, whoever you are. I mean, I know who you are, but I'm not going to share it publicly. You're a legend. Um, and like I said uh, for the last episode, if anyone else has their Spotify wrapped and would like to share if Maneaters was in their top 5, um, do so. Send it to me or put it public. Um, for every one that we get, we're going to send, uh, let's say, $5. Unless it's a lot. Let's just say $5. I'll do $5 for each post. We're up to about $15 now. Um, and I'm going to donate that to the RSPCA. Um, and if you don't know what the RSPCA is in Australia, you can Google it. They do great work, and I like them. That's going to do it for our show today, folks. Uh, have a great week. We're getting close to Christmas. I hope you've got all your Christmas shopping done, if you celebrate that kind of thing. Uh, have a fantastic time. And as always, stay safe, because as we've learned, oh, baby, it's a jungle out there.